to the Far Out Podcast at faroutpodcast.com. Get your comments up there. Love hearing from everybody. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and subscribing via iTunes. And uh, real quick, before we get into our topic of the day, before we get into our news show. It's always real quick. I had a moment today when I was at the Starbucks up the street from our house over here in beautiful downtown Lakewood, California. Now, when you say are, who are you referring to? Is it? Can any listener just come and stop by and... Chill out for an evening at your house? Mikasa, Sukasa. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Come on <laughs> okay. by. All right. All, right. All, all listeners are welcome to come by the house. I, I've invited, I actually invited one listener over to our, our house one time for a party. He wasn't able to make it. Oh. But, um, was he hot? Sudip? <laughs> hot as fuck. I had a feeling it was a guy, too. Yeah. 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 I don't think my don't lady know, but, would be too happy well, with me inviting a 16-year-old girl over. Yeah. Hi, this is, uh, this is Heidi. She listens to the show. She wanted to hang out. Yeah. She's she's from the Netherlands. She brought some clogs. <laughs> she's going to be doing some dancing, dear, if well, you don't mind. Well, you know, if she was going to do some clog dancing, then your woman might be okay with it. Well, I think the only problem would be with the hardwood floor. <laughs> We'd have to relocate her to the backyard. Well, yeah, do some clog dancing in the backyard next to the bonsai tree or whatever. Ooh, that's a really multi-ethnic moment, actually. <laughs> bonsai clog tree, dancing. clog dancing in America. I, I think that could be the name of one of my first solo acoustic records, Beneath the Bonsai Tree. Clog Dancing Clog Beneath dancing. the Bonsai Tree. Yes. Then you're going to get radio play. It'll be like that tripping on a hole in a paper heart. It'll be like a Stone Temple Pilot song. <laughs> Something like that. But it'll anyway. be good. <laughs> oh, oh. So what, All right, heroin boy. <laughs> so what happens is uh, I'm over at the Starbucks, and I notice the girl working at the Starbucks is Kind of, kind of skanky looking. Like, <laughs> nice. She's, she's. But I got to be honest. I will fall for this on, and you could put put this on Phyllis Diller, and I, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm into it. Is the girls who is have, Phyllis Diller still alive? By the way, yes. Oh boy, still bitching about Fang. <laughs> wow. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I'm looking at this girl that's waiting on me in Starbucks, and I've seen her in there a couple times. And every time I go in there, I'm like, if I was single, I'd like to get at that. Right. Hmm. But she's completely skanky looking. She has like the, you know that that platinum white hair? Yes. Like, I don't know. You could, I, I swear to God, that always gets me no matter what. Really? And, and she has nice teeth, but she's kind of a skanky broad. And I'm thinking if I was like 20. Was it messed up platinum hair too? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. it's like, it's not like the nicely manicured platinum hair. Because it's not like, it's not like even bleached, but you're like, oh, that could be natural. I don't think those two things it's, can occur in nature. Is like, I'm going to get my hair done this skanky platinum blonde, but I'm going to get a really nice do. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like skanky platinum blonde, it's like there's like no yellow in it. It's like pure white. It's Yeah. It's, it's, you would say they were an albino, but albino's hair probably doesn't do that alternate motion that I'm sure was happening on this chick. Yeah, it's like albino. And the difference is you can't tell with this chick whether it's slut platinum, hmm. like Playboy, or it's punk rock. Because both the sluts and the punk rock chicks go with that, kind like... Of ro- <coughs> kind of rocking the same do. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that mm. Candy Clark and American Graffiti color, if yeah. you know that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at it, I'm like, man... <laughs> Why do they have to be mutually exclusive, Todd? They, Can't they, she have done her Playboy shoot while listening to the Sex Pistols or something <laughs> like that? I'm not, I'm not saying... Usually when I read Playboy Playmate profiles, and you look at, like, turns on and turns off, and musical tastes, yeah. usually it's not like... I'm really into the Sex Pistols. Usually they're listening to John Mayer or... Um, Duncan Schick. 
Well, those profiles probably weren't written by the chicks. Duncan really? Chick? Duncan Chic? <laughs> no, yeah. Dun- Did like, you say Duncan Chic? Like is, is that is that like, like a razor sh- or some of that or a pen? It's Chick Rock. Cool. It's, right. it's very sensitive. Yeah. He's a good looking man. Maybe maybe it's written for the lesbians that are reading, Todd. The sensitive lesbians. Because the guys probably aren't reading those profiles anyway. Like, I, what kind of music she like? I don't care. Whatever. I can picture having sex with her while listening to her favorite mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be weird. You know, they have the Playboy Forum, or the, right. the Penthouse Forum. Right. They have the, the, the Playboy mixtape, where it's all your favorite playmates put their music together. I'm right. assuming there's a lot of Bon Jovi on there. Right. I hope so. A lot of slippery when wet. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Strip club rock. There you go. So I'm looking at her and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, you know, I'm a taken man. I've I've been monogamous for quite some time. Oh boy. And I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, when I if I was 23, <laughs> I wouldn't have touched it or been interested. But now at 33, I realize that my taste in women that I would, if I was single, get at, is uh, my my standards are much lower. Much lower. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I think girls are hot now that were completely. I would be like. Now, Back are, then. are they lower or have they just changed? They're lower. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a girl with a little more like ass. Like before, I've been like, ah, oh, she's a little, a little chunky. Now I'm like, yes, yeah. What about like what about like a girl that you used to like? Who was a girl that you thought was really hot? Like famous chick, twenty three. Uh, when you were twenty three, I, I I was a big fan. I'm, I'm going to say this is it, it's completely easy but I've, I've always had a thing for jenny mccarthy till she cut her hair and started all right ra- raving about mental retardation all right well let's take let's take you know a jenny mccarthy look-alike from when you were 23 like I, I don't know how old she was like 23 25 and you saw her today would you still be attracted to her yes okay all right so yeah. then you've just expanded your yes. potential women that you dong but Sorry. but now you've, now you've expanded the spank bank the spank right, oh, right, yes. yeah definitely right. it's, it's gone much wider it's grown in interest Right. And so basically, like, that girl before I wouldn't have batted an eye at. And now just because of the fact that she's, like, 24, which I'm like, wow, that's that's young. That's a goal, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's like something, man. Yeah. And I'm 33. I'm like, man, I would have definitely done that. And then I realized that I cheated myself in my 20s when I was a single man. At, there were girls that I was like, eh. Like, she, she's, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's not that she's out of my league. It's the opposite. You're like, eh, I wouldn't touch it. Yeah. There's a bunch of girls now looking back that I should have touched. Yeah, like my numbers would have been a lot better. Yeah, and so I'm your calling, stats would have been up. Yeah. Oh man, it would have been like Ted Williams in yeah. the '30s, you All know. Right, yeah. And so I'm I'm thinking to myself, I'd like to say to the low budget, the far out podcast listener. Out oh there, good lord! Sorry, it was 300 shows, man. You just say just just say the listener because they don't associate themselves as listeners of you know a certain thing or not. You are correct. You know they just they think of themselves as like Ted. So talk to Ted. <laughs> so so Ted. Can I have an intimate moment with Ted right here? Yeah, go for go it. Go for it. Ted. No! no. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Ted. You're 18. There's a girl in your class that really, really likes you. Maybe you think, oh, she's too chunky. She's too skinny. Her hair too ratty. She listens to crap music. There's a bunch of different reasons as to why you're just not feeling getting with this girl. And I'm going to say this, Ted. 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 Do it. <laughs> Force yourself to be into her. Force yeah. yourself to be into her because you're going to do it and, and you're, and you're going to do it. And you're really going to enjoy yourself and you're going to go, you know what? It's okay for me to lower my standards. But think about Todd Perry right now in a monogamous and relationship. Not, not, just, not just do it, but bring it. Are bring you, bring are the you, ruckus. Are oh, you, yeah. Bring the ruckus. Don't are, just are, do it. Are you telling Ted the herpes might be worth it? 
<laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is, someone was talking about herpes the other day. I, the funny just, thing about herpes is... <laughs> here's the deal. I was, I was listening to the Savage Love podcast, oh, and the boy. guy was like, well, you know, you spread herpes. Is that Michael like, Savage's podcast? Or? No, no, Dan <laughs> Savage. Oh, okay. Michael Which, Savage's raunchier younger brother. <laughs> raunchier, gay, fetish-loving younger brother. Yeah, but still his brother. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. And he he was saying he said, Savage Love Nation. He's like, you know, herpes, you spread it and you get a little rash, but you know, it's just like getting a cold sore on your junk. It really isn't that bad of a thing. Not that we should be spreading that message, which is like no. Far Out Podcast says, get herpes. <laughs> now, right. Ted. Yeah. Comma. Ted. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying I wish that hindsight being twenty twenty. Yeah. If thirty three year old in my Christ year, Todd Perry, could go back. <laughs> what? 33, we're all in our Christ year. You know, that's when... That's, <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's when my man hit the cross. Oh, okay. When it's my kinda, man hit the cross. That's and it's awesome. kind of a crossroads in, in your life. Yeah, there's a cross there. But, you know, I'm saying... And, and also, I'm going to talk to uh, John Sowen and Buck Perez in this room. You guys are single. Yeah. Lower your standards. <laughs> I'm saying enjoy the same women that you want. But don't kick anybody else out unless they're, like, uh, truly uh, horrific. Unless they look like John Merrick... Or uh, Rusty Dennis from Mask, okay? <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. But if she's got a nice ass, you know, I'm just saying do it. Tap that ass. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? We'll end up like you. I still yeah. just regretting it. Yeah. I still can't. I still can't get past bad teeth. Bad teeth. It's like there's a lot of other things that could be wrong, but bad teeth. It's like that's 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 one of the uh, big like uh, deal breakers. That, really? That, what, would, what would constitute bad teeth? They just look funny or? Um, yeah, you, like, uh, I mean, bad teeth, like, you know, it's like if you have, like, you know, if you have, like, a snaggle tooth like Jewel, that can be kind of endearing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, if there's one that's kind of off, I find that way hotter that's than fine. all perfect. Yeah, but all like, perfect like, is good or mostly perfect. Lower incisor, like, okay, if you count your teeth, like, if you get, like, the, the third one to the right or whatever and that's kind of off, like Billy Corgan teeth. Yeah. But on a broad. Yeah, but it but it also it can only it should only be like slightly off. Like there like I saw a girl at Bunker one time and like Doss Bunker? Yeah. And she looked like smoking hot and you know, wearing totally hot outfits and then she smiled wait, wait, one what time. What was the outfit like? Uh, she Paint wore the different radio ones. Picture. She wore like I think she let's see now, thinking back, she had short she had like medium length hair, uh, that was like blonde, super hot. Um, was it like the platinum blonde, like that nasty? No, no, no. It white wasn't. Blonde? Wasn't platinum blonde, but you know, she wore, she always wore like a red shirt that was like you know dipped into like her cleavage and whatever, and was a little bit short. And she'd wear like the short, you know, like not like super short, but you know, kind of short, like a vinyl skirt or whatever, and like fishnet tights, and then probably like Doc Martens or something like that. Doc Martin boots, good for stomping or whatever. So but, she, uh, so so in the sexual fantasy, you get with her, and then she gives you a Kirby. A Kirby? As the finishing move. Right as you're ready to finish, she's like, put your teeth on the curb, John Sowell. Oh, God, oh, nice. no. Fight yeah. the curb. Hell no. Curb, Good bitch. Lord. Yeah. So anyway, like, and then she smiled, and she had, like, one snaggle tooth, but it was an off direction, like, it was jutting out of her gum toward, like, toward you or whatever. Yeah. Ooh. And it was like, whoa, that, it would be painful to make out with her. And <laughs> like, that is not good. You know, some guys buy women, like, John, maybe you can look into this. Maybe, you know, there's a buy low, sell high kind of thing with women. Like, lots of guys, they get a girl, and then maybe they make some money later, and then they give them boob implants, and they give them plastic surgery to then look uh, congruent with their income level. (laughs) Okay. Right? You know, some guys do this. Now, John, you could do this new thing with orthodontia, but maybe (laughs) you find a girl that looks good, but she's just got some bad fucking dentation. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like she she looks like somebody in Pirates of the Caribbean, like an extra, yeah. like some some swarthy, nasty teeth. So no man wants to touch her. Mm-hmm. But John Sowen sweeps in, and it's like I know a, I know an orthodontist. I know this guy, <laughs> Mister Goldberg. Yeah. And then you straighten her shit out, and then she wouldn't looks, it be doctor if he was an orthodontist? I say Mister. You said Mister. Yeah. I was he's thinking a, about a lawyer. He's doing he's doing he's doing back alley orthodontia. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Goldberg, you know, like, why aren't you a doctor? Well, I have some problems. There's, there. a, there's a story there. But I also do abortions. <laughs> well. By the way, there are people protesting the abortion clinic up the street. There's a Planned Parenthood right next to my house. Oh, oh boy. boy! And there are people protesting it the other day. What were they protesting about? Abortion. What? What about abortion? I didn't ask them, John. I didn't have a conversation. <laughs> they just had pictures of feti. You didn't pull over. <laughs> yeah. Well, excuse me, what part of the abortion protest are you processing? Are you, are you protesting the fact it isn't covered by insurance? <laughs> are you no. protesting the death of children? Yeah. Which one? Yeah, that's, like, got to find out. It's like, I bet those protesters don't even know what they're protesting at this point. They probably just like hanging out in 100-degree heat, sweating and fucking, like, you know, oh, it's bad, uh, you know? Like, no one gets the message. It's like, screw you, bastards. Just go home and shoot yourself in the foot. John's advice to all people. Just shoot <laughs> yes, yourself. Yes, exactly. If upon subjugating yourself to the show you have felt in any way bothered, exasperated, malcontented, molested, afflicted, provoked, upset, tormented, beguiled, perplexed, disturbed, irked, irritated, annoyed, put out, or in any other way tread upon, feel free to contact us via email at show at faroutpodcast.com. If you feel Buck Perez has failed to achieve on a level field of play, email him at buck at faroutpodcast.com. If you feel that John Sowen has avoided the issues on any topics on today's show, or you'd just like to discuss Hitler, email him at john at faroutpodcast.com. For conspiracy theories, citations, sexual practices, or if you have Raider tickets, email todd at faroutpodcast.com. So, we were intending on doing a news show today, because I think one of the rules of being a podcast is you have to do the wacky news show. We do? Right. Well, I'm getting to that, John. Oh, okay. This is an FCC setup. requirement. So, what I did was, you know, we each have our own jobs on the show, you know? So, I, I Facebooked Buck, and I said, Buck, could you go online, and I gave him a list of websites. I said, you go to fark.com, um, you can go to... Uh, and anywhere where you try to find wacky news stories, and I said, "Buck, right? Can can you just go there and get me some stories, right?" And then I realized that I didn't have a computer. It was probably at that point, but I didn't want to tell you. I didn't want to disappoint you. <laughs> Is this like the I can't read story? I can't read. <sighs> kind of. Kind I have no internet access. Kind of like that. I realized then he and there. You got your Facebook message, and at that point, he realized he no, had no I, computer. No, <laughs> I realized two minutes after that. Oh, okay. All right. He's got. He's got an. Buck has an no, iPhone, I, I, but no computer. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't have a computer. I honestly don't. It's so. a weird combination yeah, of luddite. It, it is. A <laughs> so this mother, this motherfucker so, shows up at my house at ten thirty in the morning with a handful. I just, went, I just went to 7-Eleven. I just bought a bunch of newspapers, you know. But just, you didn't buy newspapers. Well, I didn't know what I was looking at. You know, I'm just pulling shit. 
So. You you look directly beneath the counter by where they have King Cobra magazine or whatever with the, the black chicks <laughs> with big asses. Oh well. And, and Buck brought I brought a, I brought those magazines too. Yes. A handful of the Weekly World News. Yes. Star, the Globe. You brought tablets. Well, it said Buck. news on it. You know, and I'm looking for news, and you know, it covers the whole world. We are trying to have some modicum of journalistic credibility on this show, and then you bring in tabloids. But so. story one, for instance, I mean, come on. All right. Well, let's 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 go over it here. Let's All let's right. let's play the intro. Okay. Cue it, cue it up, John. <laughs> do do do. Uh, whatever. Cue it up. <laughs> and now there's some intro in there. To mark the 33rd anniversary of his reported death, Elvis went to Graceland and he brought Michael Jackson with him. Oh, good. Now, what's this from? What, what's the, your news source? I, uh, the I believe it. Yeah, Inquiring Weekly World News, something like that. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard of that one. WWN has learned. Weekly WWN? World. Oh, yeah. World News. Yeah, there we go. Then Elvis Presley, who is still alive, snuck into Graceland late last night with Michael Jackson, also still alive. Now, come on. That's good news. No, the, the Elvis MJ's forget his alive? keys. Oh, Did he forget yeah. his keys? Is that's why he had to, you know? Because I only sneak through the window in my house when I forget my keys. Now, if you're going into Graceland, it's like Elvis is like, "Oh, come on now!" Like Michael's like, uh, "Look, there's why I'm buried." You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just walking around. Yeah, that, that's a good night. Look, I saw the documentary Bubba Hotep. I know that Elvis is actually, you know, living his life as an Elvis impersonator now. And John F. Kennedy looks like Ozzy Davis. Yeah, well, because yeah, they stole his uh, memory and they painted his skin black. Nice. It's like this thing. Elvis, Elvis, we can't get into your house. You don't have the keys, Elvis. I love you. <laughs> and then Elvis is like, well, well Michael, I, let, me, let me look at my jumpsuit here. <laughs> I, think, I think I got some Yahweh's in here. So, so Elvis is like, oh, I thought I'd put them in my front pocket. Now, Elvis has a lot of pockets on his clothing is the thing. Hundreds. 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 I think I got a little something in here. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's the keys to my plane. <laughs> it was that's, that's my Cadillac. Maybe I call one of the Memphis Mafia. They can come over here and get us into this place. Get some TCB going over here. Uh, 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 Michael, could you help me get through this window? Couldn't he just buy a tour to get back into his place at this point? <laughs> you can well, buy a tour? Yeah. But, but, but Elvis, you weigh like 400 pounds at this point. I cannot lift you into the... Oh, Michael, just, just lift with your back. <laughs> you know? All right, so at this point, they have been hiding together, according to Weekly World News, in an undisclosed European location ever since Michael Jackson's reported death. Elvis European? Ma- yes. Wow. It, it's a European tour. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Michael, I know a nice place. <laughs> or, uh, in Europe. Elvis, I know a nice place where <laughs> we can stay in Monaco. <laughs> yeah. Elvis and Michael have teamed up for two reasons. One, they're going to make an album together. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Two, they're on a mission. Okay. From God. I know they're on a mission to go after doctors that take advantage of music legends. Both stars died because of abusive practices of doctors surrounding them. Wait, they died, but they're alive. Yeah, died is in quotations, I believe. Oh, so died. that makes it. Yeah, I'm sorry. You should, There's well, the grammar. The grammar police again, yes. To, to be fair, Buck did the uh, quotations in the air. Well, yeah. He said died, but it doesn't really work on radio. Yeah, now what, what was Michael Sorry. Jackson's doctor? Dr. Conrad Bain or something like that? That was a guy Some from Different Strokes. <laughs> okay. Well, what was he doing operating on Michael Jackson, the king of pop? Shouldn't yeah. it be an acting? Or a Conrad Murray or whatever that dude's Yeah, name he was, was the propofil-giving guy. Yeah. 
<laughs> Elvis, would you like some propofil? Oh, well, that's fine. I got some oxycontin right here, Michael. I just like when, like, you know, that came out, and it's like, yeah, he's like, well, I gave it to Michael for a sleep aid, and it's like, you know, every doctor came out, and it's like, yeah, that, that stuff will put your ass in a coma if you don't have an emergency room on hand. Right. <laughs> like, you should not be messing around with propofil or whatever it is. Propofil in a hyperbaric chamber are not <laughs> the best things for prolonging longevity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and they have that moment where it's like, Elvis, when we go to Europe, can we bring my chin? Well, don't bring that motherfucking monkey around here again. Yeah. Uh, that, that motherfucker licked my ass last time we were hanging out here. Wow. Let me, yeah. hey, every time I have a peanut butter and banana sandwich, that motherfucker's grabbing all the, all the nanners. He's just it. eyeing it. Yeah. He's just eyeing my sandwich all the whole time. Yeah. Now, what, what doctor supposedly killed Elvis? Doctor Feelgood. Oh, Doctor Feelgood. Dr. Robert from the Beatles song was uh, wow. in bed. I didn't realize Dr. Ro- Dr. Feelgood treated Elvis before you know he started... Uh, you know, dealing stuff on Hollywood Boulevard back in the 80s. What, what do you call an ass doctor? A proctologist? It must have been that because he died on the toilet. Oh, there you go. Well, I was going back for my rectal exam here. And, uh, <laughs> I just just shit out 15 quaaludes. Oh, good lord. All right, so first, terrible. first story, not bad. You're shitting on the way I got it. But nice, anyway. n- nice to know Michael's still alive, and thank yes. you. Hard-hitting researcher Buck Perez. No problem. Yeah. The TMZ. The internet has been abuzz since the Golden Globe ceremony, where when interviewed on the red carpet, Megan Fox said, I look like Alan Alda in drag. I am a tranny. I am a man. Wow. Yes. Alan Alda's Who had that? Yes. Any news online or whatever? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Some, some, some. some. <laughs> Any end. Where could you see this? No. It's up there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, At the network. time, reporters passed it off. <laughs> it's as like, a, like the, <laughs> the <laughs> network <laughs> reports that up, yeah. Megan Fox claims she is a tranny. That's wow, right, which yeah. network was that? <laughs> yeah, network. Just, just, just slide it in there. Yeah. At awesome. the time, reporters passed off as a jovial attempt to cover her nerves. However, today she nerves. has cleared the air and official reported she really is a man. Where'd she get really? Santa Monica Boulevard? No. I got her. <laughs> Megan Fox was born Mitchell Reed Fox in Rockwood, Tennessee. Wow, Mitchell. From an early age, Mitchell showed an interest in both performing arts and women's clothing. <laughs> when having a preacher lay hands on him did not cure, and I'm doing the quotations, uh, oh boy. him of these interests, his parents... Now, where did the preacher lay his hands? <laughs> undisclosed locations. His parents <laughs> simply put him on the pageant circuit. Oh, boy. By the age of 13, Mitchell had already started a career as a female child performer called Megan Fox. Oh, okay. As Sweet 16 present, Fox's parents offered him sexual reassignment surgery. Which <laughs> what, a, what a present. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to know that doctor, by the way. Yeah. Like, mm. it, honestly, like, if I could go to a doctor and end up looking like Megan Fox. Yeah, it's a good doctor. And, like, Megan Fox, like, where, where's Brigham Elvis earlier? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> M- Megan Fox kind of looks like the really hot version of... Of uh, what Elvis's kid, yeah, Lisa Marie, yeah. Well, ma- wait, imagine that conversation, Michael. Did you ever lay your dirty ass little little hands on Lisa Marie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I right. did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, con- continue with Mitchell Megan Fox there. But but I would pay good money to come out looking like Megan Fox yeah. as long as I can keep my 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 junk. Yeah. You, so you still got the junk, but you look like Megan Fox, yeah. Yeah, that, that would open up a lot of doors. Yeah, that's a, yeah that's more a people would listen to this podcast if, <laughs> if like there are hot chicks on it. If you are a tranny, looking well, at I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if uh, the trannies bring the ratings. There's maybe some shows on a, a certain website that will not, a certain website network that will not be named that has at least one tranny show. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was just told this. 
There's a tranny on one of the other... <laughs> L.A. Yeah. 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 Langdon's a tranny? No, Langdon's a gay dude. There's a tranny on there. But apparently Dina's a tranny. No way. Apparently so. But I, I, I can't... We're throwing think. this out there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Out there. Well, apparently they talk about it. It's like, it's like saying it's like... Whoa! Did you hear what was on yeah. the news? Big secret! Like, no, it's been on the news. <laughs> it's out you know, there. it's out there. People know that. Yeah. Now, it's, is that the guy who does the show with her? Is that that guy? Uh, is that her husband? I don't know. Is he fucking that? I don't know. All, fucked by all I know is that apparently Dean is a tranny, and I was going to go check it out, but apparently my IP has been blocked from there. So, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Although they are doing some software upgrades, so you know. And again, that's I, think it was <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. But anyway, so anyway, Megan Fox, it, yeah. Uh, uh, where were we? Fox's parents offered him sexual reassignment surgery, which, given their child's career, they'd hoped to write off as a business expense. <laughs> At 16. <laughs> Unfortunately, laws off. prohibit such surgery to be done to minors. Yeah, so, I would think so. Since then, Megan has been working nonstop and been included on many hottest women lists and publications around the world. So she didn't even have the surgery. She's no, still a dude that looks... still a dude. It's one hot dude. Yeah, exactly. This is, <laughs> now, uh... Now here's the thing with Megan Fox. Obviously, stunningly hot, oh. amazing. I'm, I'm in. I'm into it. Except, what the Christ is the deal with that Marilyn Monroe tattoo that she has on her forearm? Oh, really? Have you seen that? I mean, it's a good tattoo, but it's like, seriously, it's like you have like one of the like you know, it's like a biologically like complete work of art. You know, it's like she's like the Mona Lisa of women. You know, like that impressive. Yeah. And then it's like some like like you know. The Rolling 50s Crips decided to come up there and tag it. Tag, you know, you know? tag her up. It's yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it says Chaka on her left ass cheek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, like, you know, she should have gone with just, you know, a dinosaur-themed tramp stamp or something like that. But no, it had to be on the forearm, and, like, it's a big-ass picture of Marilyn Monroe, and it's like, really? Just really a face, huh? Yeah, just That's a face. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, just yeah. a face, just uh, a face. Uh, and like I said, anyway. good quality tattoo, but at the same time, it was like, ugh. Why didn't you just get I slept with Shaq tattooed on your forehead? <laughs> <laughs> she has a Superman. Yeah. It says I slept with Shaq. Yeah, you know, you're like you you've seen those dudes that like get like the whole body tattoos, like the guy who has his entire body tattooed with like leopard spots or whatever. What if she had decided to go that route? Like she's super smoking hot and she's like, you know what I want all over my body? Leopard spots tattooed. Well, when it comes to as we talked before, um, lowering your standards. <laughs> <laughs> You still like, well, her she own. looks good, but she looks yeah. like a lizard. And now as we talk what? about Well, she has a lizard tattoo all over her body, where we're saying. Oh, okay, right. And you know how we said, you know, sometimes the guys can get the uh, plastic surgery on the girl or the orthodontia. Right. Here you take her to Dr. Tadoff. <laughs> yes. And she just gets her whole body redone. It's almost like they put her in a thing like a CAT scan. Yeah. And they just completely remove all the tattoos from her. I'd be hot. Too oh. bad she had to tattoo herself up in the first place. Yeah, well, but then then here's the deal. You get a tattoo-free girl, but with all the issues of a girl who tattoo her own body, which means, oh. gentlemen, I don't mean to spell it out, but you're going to get the behind. <laughs> oh, yes. You're going to get when she, was, when she was bent over in the Daisy Dukes in the first Transformers. Oh, boy. Which I watched that scene, and then I fell asleep. And then there was a scene where there was a big robot talking to Shia LaBeouf <laughs> about eBay. And I thought, this has got to be the fucking worst movie ever created. Yeah. Well, you know, it's also, you're probably going to get the behind because she's actually a dude, apparently, too. So that might be your only option. No, yeah. she is a dude. I, we I have it on good authority. Yeah, I just read it. That's true. All right. And she told <laughs> online. <that> <laughs> 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 anyway. 
All right, so getting back to news, let's get into some sports. Oh, good. Can we, sports. Can we queue up the sport? Dodger sports music? How, how far out of another Dodgers nowadays? Oh, jeez. Uh, anyway. We don't want to talk, yes. Yeah. Uh, for Bryce Harper, do we all know who he is? Uh, oh, yeah, he's the, n- the guy who was just drafted by the Nationals. Yep. Now, explain a little bit about Bryce Harper, John, for the audience. Uh, he, was the, he, w- he was a 1 1, which if in drafting baseball, it means he was, a fir- he was the first selection to go in the first round. So he was a 1-1, and the Nationals have had the first selection in the first round two years in a row. Last year, they drafted Steven Strasburg, that guy who can throw like 103 miles an hour out of San Diego State. Sounds, Sounds like a Nazi. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. Uh, and d- already a decent major league pitcher, um, and with the potential to be you know, hugely successful, you know, if he doesn't blow out his arm from throwing 103 miles an hour. Um and then this year they drafted Bryce Harper, who's 17 years old, went to junior college, hit 31 home runs, which is uh, it's, it's comparative to like the seasons when you factor in how long they were, comparative to like what Mark Teixeira home runs that he hit when he was in high school, and I think A. Rod and Barry Bonds. So, so you're well to knowledge on Bryce hitter. Harper. So he's 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 big time. Yeah. So no, I mean, he's he's a kid. So I mean, he might flame out and never make it to the big leagues, but he definitely has potential to be a huge. Superstar. If he goes to Fire Island, he will definitely flame out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I, I I don't know. I mean, maybe he'll just go to Gawk Beach, and who knows what happens there. But we all you know. know what happens there. No, yeah. We all know. No, the, Todd knows intimately what happens there. People the, uh, welcome you for vacation. <laughs> Gawk. The seventeen-year-old baseball baseball phenom known as Bryce Harper signed a five-year, nine-point-nine contract with the Washington Nationals. Nine-point-nine million. Nine-point-nine. Oh, million. Yeah, I should, it, I it is a $9.9 9 million dollar dollar contract. Anyway. Yeah. And not yen, either. <laughs> Harper shared with that he has extended an offer to Bat Boy to become his mentor and personal oh. coach. Oh, wait, he's going to mentor Bat Boy, or Bat Boy's going to mentor Bryce Harper? Bat Boy will mentor him, I believe. All become right. his mentor and personal coach, yes. I think that's a wise decision. Yeah. You know, you do? everybody knows from the Weekly World News, Bat Boy, the guy who has the, the big bat ears, and he's always yeah. in this kind of screaming position, but he's kind of, when it comes to America's mutant sweetheart, yeah, oh, I'd definitely. Say he's one of the top. He's, yeah. It's him and then El Chupo, Chupacabra. Oh, is he? For is, me, that's the top. Because you, uh, you have a subscription at your home, like most people get the LA Times. Well, yes. Well, the, the, only, the only thing I, I, I'm kind of wary on this is uh, what was Bat Boy's average when he played in the major leagues? I don't remember being him, him being like a 300 hitter. I don't remember what his OPS was. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what, what, what does Bat Boy know about hitting? Or is he mentoring Bryce Harper in some other way? Well, here's what Harper said. He said, I need someone who is no stranger to such attention and who handles it as gracefully as possible. I also need someone who can help me improve my game and become the best. So wait, is he going to be like his media coach? Like his, uh, like his, uh, like, uh, what do you call it, promoter or some of that? I guess so, yeah, yeah. He's Looks like more of a life coach, where actually he's not only <laughs> instructing him in the ways and means of baseball, but like many people who just, like John Rocker could have used this, Kenny Powers, like yeah, someone sure, who yeah. teaches them the way of the media. It's like bad boys. John Rocker, yeah, if John Rocker had had like a publicist to just like, you know, suppress some interviews and let a few things like not come out, probably could have had a longer career. Like he, Bryce is sitting down with Bat Boy and, he's, and Bryce is like, Bat Boy, you're all over the news. You're all over the weekly world news. All this is happening. Always. What should I do in order to, you know, how do I talk to the press? And Bat Boy calmly looks at him, stares him at the eye, you know, adjusts his tie and goes. <laughs> and God. sits and then they sit and work it out. But yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the funny thing is 
like like Buck Buck has a subscription to the Weekly World News, possibly. And it's possibly it's, they have this new commercial running, like the L.A. Times. There's like the couple, and the the guy's like, "Well, I, I like to read the crosswords." And the girl's like, "I love the food section," you know. And then they have this new one. It's like there's a couple sitting there who are wildly overweight, and um, one of them goes, "I really like the alien abduction section," <laughs> and the other person goes, "I want to know what's going on with uh, the Bat Boy." Uh, yeah, I like Bat Boy. Yeah, I like Bat Boy. Yeah. Bat Boy would have really helped out Jamarcus Russell, who is also a one and one uh, with the Oakland Raiders. Right, I think yeah, yeah. he would have been like, he'd be like, "Yo, Bat Boy, you should uh, drink the purple drink. Yeah, stay off the scissor." Yeah, and yeah. then and then Bat Boy would be like, "Of course." <laughs> nice. Thank you very much, Bat Boy. Yeah, I will heed that wise advice. Yes. Well, Bat Boy couldn't have done much worse. <laughs> I mean, I mean, whoever Jamarcus Russell's agent was, uh, congratulations to him. But everyone else, you know, for getting that first contract. But to everyone else, what were you thinking, dude? <laughs> right, right. What were you thinking? Apparently, though, Bat apparently Boy- a dude with no knees could like have a better passer rating than you. <laughs> <laughs> Bat Boy is busy, very busy. That doesn't mean though he's going to pass up this opportunity. This kid has all the makings to be the best ever. Bat Boy knows that he can get him there, and he will be joining the Harper Camp sometime in the near future. That's okay. awesome. Maybe we should get Bat Boy to help out on this show. <laughs> okay. Because you know, we need some publicity to help you know, get more listeners to the show. We, ha- we have a lot of listeners right now, but I really, I really want to go. I want this show to go to – if we get to number 15 on iTunes comedy – I think that would be like a really monumentous thing for the show. So if we can enlist anybody who has the kind of PR experience and you know that, that Bat Boy does, I'm I'm willing. Well, Bat Boy is good. Well, he is with Bryce Harper, but we'll see what we could do. You got yeah. any, anything more in the news, Robin? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Robin. Not much. I think uh, one left. Uh, just oh, one left. Yes, uh, Mexican Cantina. Oh, here we go. Oh, Mexican Cantinas are yeah, nice. It's a city panel cleared the way for construction of a Mexican cantina at the Alamo. Oh. Oh. Yes. So what city is this? I believe it's coming out of San Antonio. Nice. Te- Texas? Texas? Yes. Yeah, Texas. Something. Nice. Well, I think the funny thing is about that is it's it's kind of contrary. It's going to really change the slogan for the Alamo. Is it? What's the, the current slogan? Well, remember the Alamo. Oh, yeah. Now, if you I get, still remember it. If you had a proper Mexican cantina, you have no fucking idea of what happened. Uh, oh, oh! so you're saying a Mexican t- cantina that serves really good margaritas or whatever. Well, no, I'm just thinking about the guy in the clown suit that spins you around and rings the bell and then drops tequila down your neck. Oh. It's gonna oh, be yeah. more. There's going to be more bumper stickers that say, For- I don't remember the Alamo. Forget the Alamo. <laughs> yeah, forget the Alamo. After you're done spending a day at the Alamo remembering, come here and forget. It's like the people who have all these Senor Frogs, like... Um, um, like people drive around with those the bumper stickers on the car. Oh, sure, yeah. like they must give them out to everybody. You see them all around town. Yeah, is it Senor Frogs? You're gonna have forget the Alamo. Awesome. Yeah, the San Antonio Landmarks Preservation Commission voted unanimously to deny landmark status to the land immediately adjacent to the Alamo. Oh, immediately adjacent. The panel because <laughs> it's just dirt. <laughs> the panel said that the empty field isn't distinctive enough to be considered a landmark, and even though it's technically on the property of the Alamo Memorial. The commission has granted Mexican restaurant owner Felipe Gomez the right to build his cantina Mexicana at the Alamo. Well, that's a good idea. Anybody named Felipe Gomez, I figure, has the God-given right to build a cantina wherever he fucking pleases. (laughs) 
In the middle of a freeway. Yeah. Whatever. All but two Texans lost their lives at the hands of the Mexican army after a 13-day siege. But later Texans got revenge in the Mexican. Uh, that's not very. Right next to it, uh, this is gonna, they're building Houston's. Well, <laughs> I do like Houston's. Maybe a little bit overpriced and maybe a little bit, but still good. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, I hope we enlighten some people with, with some real news. Well, I'll, br- I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll keep bringing it, Todd. All right. Well, like I said, I got but, a weekly subscription, you know. You keep bringing the news, Buck, and we'll be good to go. So I'd like to thank everybody for tuning into the Far Out Podcast. Get your sub, uh, subscriptions on iTunes. Put your comments up on iTunes uh, where you can rate the show because that uh, does very well for us. Again, we do the show for free. All you got to do is go to iTunes and leave a comment. And, and even and even more important, lower your standards when it comes to women. That's right. Lower your standards when it comes to women and podcasts and keep listening. So I'd like to thank Buck Perez for showing up today. Thank you. I'd like to thank John Sowen for bringing it as usual. Yeah, man. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday on the Far Out Podcast. And this game's in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling. And the jello is jiggling. Ich sag gute Nacht And I said good night Schon leuchtet ein Stern mm, Yes, I see the light Die Sonne geht schlafen Der Tag ist vorbei When Uncle Satchmo sings his lullaby, Baba da 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 says, I dream of you. And I dream of you. Bleib immer mein großer Freund. Yes, I do. Die Sonne.